0: All right, it is January 15th. Dexter Manley's in the house. 2020 was a poopy year. We're in our second week of 2021. 2021 needs to step its game up. We're, we're getting off to a little rocky start here, similar to the Washington football team, but a strong finish for the Washington football, football team. team. So 2021, here's Riggo. Yeah, thank
1: you, Todd. Dexter, got to know, how you doing? <laughs> better than good, better than most. Very good, Todd. He's still, he's still, I'm great. He's still giddy with excitement over that
0: <laughs> NFC East Division Championship. Yeah. From the Washington football team. And I. Oh, paid, won the I, division. Okay. I paid my when debt. You pay,
1: said he, NFC East he, Champion, and I'm going. He oh, paid
0: his yeah. debt. He did not go out to I Ashburn no, no. or FedEx
1: and meet the team. No. Did not? Well, they didn't after that Well, yeah, but that means that you're like what do they call those people? You fair know, fair weather fan. Fair weather fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you the know weather
0: mean. did actually come into play on this. It little chilly. Well, last week, last week when he needed well, to make the move. Still chilly. But that's no excuse. How
2: about I get a deal for next year? We we'll all go to the game.
0: You're in,
1: Dex. Okay,
2: hopefully, good. everybody, you hopefully, hopefully,
0: fans. Do I get can...
2: paid?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not we'll going be, unless we'll I get the big I don't go soapy. to the house unless I get a little. You know, <laughs> Ooh, okay, <laughs> the big guy's good with that. By the way, I don't want to ruin anybody's day here or burst anybody's bubble, but it dawned on me last night that I've had an oppressed childhood, and I'm thinking maybe that oppression is somehow has reflected itself in my, uh, let's just say, little, uh, what do I have? A problem with authority figures Ooh. or have had, I haven't had, I'm good now. I think I'm healed. You know, in other words, you know, you go in, you come out and you go, oh, I feel much better. You know, some so, people, so some
0: repressed memories have surfaced and bubbled to the top.
1: Well, it, came to, it came to me last night and I wanted to ask Dexter, I want to get into, you know, okay. his childhood. and the, But we were talking at the table last night and somehow I got, I got on this story. I'll tell you this story real quick. It's a pretty good one. Years ago, we were driving around in, in Bobby Morrison, A.K.A. Possum. Uh, we were driving around in his '53 Dodge. That his, you know, it was his parents' car. And you know, uh, you know, this was back in what it would have been, probably '64, '65, something like that, '66. So you no, in college? '66. No, no, we was in high school. So high school. Yeah, we were driving around Centralia. It was on a Sunday afternoon, and we'd went up, and you know, probably went to Seneca, and there was a place up there you could go in and. Because you can't buy beer on Sunday. Not that we should have been buying beer. We weren't 18. But, you know, you get just time.
0: violating all kinds of standards. Oh, yeah. we, was, we were we were Community standards. We were
1: hoodlums. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got my... <laughs> your, Fonz, your,
0: Fonz, your Arthur
1: yeah. Fonzarelli That's a whole other thing. Yeah. So, anyway, we, you know, we'd had a few beers. And we'd drive back towards Centuria. And we were outside of town driving on one of the country roads there. Now my dad worked for the railroad, Missouri Pacific Railroad, which is no—I think, the, oh, the UP bought them out several years ago, Union Pacific. Anyway, so we're out there and we're crossing the we're crossing the railroad tracks about a mile because it wasn't the roads out there, you know, are laid out on a grid where everything's like one square mile. But the track from where we were ran about it took probably like a diagonal. one It was about a mile and a half into town, and it brought you right into the east edge of town. That the, the road that runs on the very east edges in Traya—that's where it, it comes in. And first, a train would potentially be in the city limits when it hit mm-hmm. that, that road. So I got the bright idea. I said, "Hey," I said, "Possum," I said, "Let's put the let's drive this railroad track into town." And he's going, oh, no, no, no. And, and I was saying, I'm going, oh, come on, you can do it. And he goes, no, I ain't doing that. And I said, well, goddammit, get out of the car. On the tracks? On the tracks.
0: So tracks are underneath? Well,
1: it's surprisingly enough, a, a was car, wide enough, car tires you know in other words on a no- normal vehicle are the same width as the train track the okay gauge that's what road. I was wondering because yeah. and I don't know enough technical terms about it but you know there is different gauges of railroad tracks like how you get in California or California Colorado in the mountains and they got something called a narrow gauge narrow gauges obviously the tracks are not nearly as wide apart because back in those days to cut you know cut train uh, right-of-ways through the mountains there's a lot of work so you took as little as you could to get a train through there but this was normal train tracks, obviously, and the tires lined up perfectly, and 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 I and he wouldn't do it, and so I shamed him in, and I said, okay, then let me do it. now It wasn't my car; it was it was
2: his dad's car.
1: But you know, a few beers, and you know, I'm a pretty good salesman, and I finally browbeat him to let me get behind. So you I back up. I back up. You were the original up. bully. <laughs> I back up. I line up the car, get the time, and I think I can't remember if I did it on or I said, "Hey, how am I looking?" At you know, they got out and they helped me get on the track. We got on the tracks, and we drove all the way into Centre without a hiccup. I just kind of t- almost took my hands off the wheel because the, the the pressure obviously the the car probably needed more air in the tires because it fit per and we just. And I almost, I don't remember for sure, but I I barely touched the steering wheel. It just followed the tracks perfectly. mm, Like I thought it would, but I didn't know that for sure. This is all adding up. Why do you think they call them the diesel? Diesel. (laughs) Exactly. I was getting my start in high school. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, so then everybody at the table, Coco and Lisa Marie was like, oh, you did what? And I said, well, okay. I got the blockhead of the year award, because obviously, (laughs) if that car slips off of those tracks, ooh, we in a whole bunch of trouble, boy. (laughs) Because more than likely, we'd have gotten high-centered on the railroad tracks, and it would have been time to get a tow truck to come out there. And even a tow truck, Max Caldwell's tow truck, because it was just the old hook in the back where it lifts the front end of the car up and tows it, that would have drugged the back end on a track. We'd have had a problem. And obviously, the other part of it. possum. We got a chat, buddy. It's Houston. We got a problem. (laughs) And then, and then we never thought of it. If we would have heard a (laughs) er, er, behind us, or even seeing it in front of us, I'm going. It wouldn't have been pretty good. You didn't have a plan for that. I never, ever, <laughs> I had supreme confidence, Todd. I was like a great this. I, I, I got on that know, tight rope. No stinking net. <laughs> I got on a tightrope. I was completely at ease. And I also knew it wasn't my car, but the part that I must have blanked out in my mind, my dad worked for the railroad. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Did you hear what that Riggins boy did? I'd still be in the Gene Riggins Penitentiary. What kind <laughs> of punishment did you get? Huh?
2: What kind of punishment did
1: you get? Well, nobody ever knew. Nobody was on okay. the wiser because we pulled it off. Drove into this in and went, ha, ha, ha. Hey, I told you I possibly could. <laughs> you couldn't do it. I'm surprised you your friends didn't run their mouths. So they are probably too scared. I didn't say that. But anyway, yeah. so my point being is that's the kind of crap I pulled probably because, and I was thinking, a black leather jacket here. My friend Gip, he had a black leather jacket. And of course, he had the duck tails and all that stuff. And, of course, everything a kid wants, right? You think I could have it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I had, uh, I, once upon a time, I wanted to uh, I went downtown and I had You know, I I used to watch TV, obviously, and and they had a lot of, uh, what do you call it, shows there that, you know, about uh, Native Americans and whatever, and I was always a big, you know, and they were in the woods, and they were hunting, and they would bring home deer and all that stuff. So I went down to Art Myers because I bought a brand new pair of jeans, and back in those days, the Wranglers, they had a little leather patch on the back of them, and he had that that hot iron thing, and he could write, you know, your name uh, on it. I had him write deer on mine, deer, because I wanted to be fat. (laughs) When I got home, my mom went, you, what? And she took me down to art Myers and said art give him another pair of pants you should have known better art i mean she chewed up no, that ain't my mom either it was like then i wanted a mohawk haircut and this is an actual truth that's where it came from when i finally i had i finally it dawned on me after you know a binge one weekend or whatever this is back when i was what 23 or whatever when i was playing for the jets i went hey wait a sec if i want a mohawk haircut Ain't nobody can tell me I can't give <laughs> it. In New that. York City. That was actually the origin of that Mohawk haircut. That's where that came wow. from. Is I'm that I finally down. I was old enough. I said, my dad always they say, you wait till you're 21. Oh. You know, you wait till you're 21. You right now you're under my roof. You know, you're gonna do what I my tell roof, you. My roof, my rules. Yes, exactly. And yeah. so finally, like I said, it, it took me two years to figure that out. <laughs> but when I did, I went. Uh, can't have a motor huh? We'll
2: see about that.
1: So anyway, I felt oppressed, obviously. I also bought a shirt down at Art Myers at a sale. They had a bazaar down there. It was it was a shirt that would have looked like something the Liberace would have worn. <laughs> you
0: know, it had oh, Centralia. Yes, I don't know how it ever
1: got there, but it had all the frills in front of it. I come home with that shirt and my mom went, Yeah. Take it back, take it back. So I just never could I couldn't be free, Dex. Yeah. It sounds to me like you had a pretty strict upbringing, too. Well, I did.
2: I did. I tell you, the uh, uh, only thing that I felt like I got in trouble with in the community was uh, I went to church. It was Bible training, and, and school summer school was out, so you had to go to Bible training. And I drank some punch at lunch hour. And my mother and daddy beat the shit out of me (laughs) because I drank punch. What? Now, was it spiked punch? No, not at church. Just regular punch. Yeah, yeah. I went behind there in in the cafeteria, and I drank punch. They were old school, and they just... uh, Why weren't you you supposed to drink punch? I mean, because well, well, yeah. you had to have you had to have approval first because we all get ready to have lunch. Oh, like you snitched the yeah, punch. There you go. I went, you
1: went in and helped yourself. I, I went not and helped oh. myself before
2: lunch started.
1: Oh. Yeah, yes, yeah was, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, that that, that, get you, that get you in trouble back yeah, where I came from. Yeah, one of the
2: from. church uh, members called my mother and told her.
1: Oh, no. And it's like.
2: I didn't understand that.
1: So he snitched you. you out. Snitched he
2: ratted me you. out. Ratted me out. I'm See, sure I, had I, I think my... the,
0: the Bible, I don't know if that's the, <laughs> the Bible, there shall yeah. be no snitching. Yeah.
1: And, and I, another... I'm saying Jesus wanted you to have that time. <laughs> and another so said, time, Jesus
2: wanted me to have that time, Mom. <laughs> yeah. And another time, I never forget this, as long as I live. Uh, uh, you know, I, I grew up, I had a learning disability. And so I set our closet on fire. You set the closet on fire? I set the closet on fire. Ooh. And my dad had beat the shit out of me with a belt. I you had to in the closet. I'm thinking
1: about beating the shit. Well,
2: I can't. <laughs> and if I could, I'd have to
1: think about it right now. Next yeah. You set Dr. your house on fire? The closet. The closet. Well, the closet's yeah. in the house, guys. <laughs> That's a pretty good place to start, if you Dr. ask me. Dr. Phil wants to know what was house. going through your mind, Dexter. Yeah. 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 What yeah. was going through your
2: mind? I don't know. How yeah. much of a blaze did you get going? They didn't get going too much because they, they put it out. And another time, a friend of mine, you know, mm. you know, in the hood. the punch, would you please? We stacked on top of that. And the guy and I got in the fight. So uh, I threw a uh, newspaper in his house that caught a fire. Now that got burned up pretty bad.
1: <laughs> what you mean, But the, was the newspaper on fire when you threw it in? Yes. Oh, you threw... Yeah, yeah. Basically, it was a dry yeah, so, so. Yeah, that's yeah. had game. Dex <laughs> definitely had you game. You guys went
0: big. You guys went big. Well, no, compared to Dex's stuff, I'm
1: pretty tame. I mean, okay, the that's thing I'm true. On you the got
0: railroad. your Liberace shirt working. You're, it's a lot. He's
2: throwing, he's throwing Hi, <laughs> good Molotov Good
1: ladies God. and gentlemen. <laughs>
2: yeah. So that uh, was my experience. I feel so
1: lucky here tonight. Yeah.
2: yeah. That yeah, was kind of my experience, and... and uh i paid a heavy price for it
1: well yeah but it made you a good guy dex oh, and, he and he gave, you some, you, yeah, yeah. He gave you some discipline yeah yeah some
0: discipline and they had your parents everybody's parents had the best interest at heart at that yeah. time and i say we get back to smacking them around again
1: yeah, yeah i agree with that but here's what i was going to say is that the, the whole thing here at least with me is is the authority figures the reason that i'm healed mm-hmm. is because i'm too old to have to look up this i'm the guy that's like hey you shut up! You over there, get up. <laughs> I don't have an authority. Well, if we yes, re this show, yes, I gotta take
0: that back. Maybe no, a, no editing here at all. One
1: person <laughs> today, maybe one person. Okay. Okay. All right, where are we, Todd? Okay, We're well, speaking of authority figures, mortem.
0: culture. Ron Rivera, first year in the books. Mixed bag, right? Mixed I bag, so. but some, but a significant accomplishments, Probably accomplished far more than most predicted or thought. Mm-hmm. So let's do a final uh, post mortem on the Washington Football Team season of 2020 in a chaotic pandemic, and they they got it done and won the NFC East. That uh, it's an accomplishment. But love to get you guys' opinion on uh, Let me take what, what they
2: accomplished and where you, where do you go? I take a stab first. Uh, first of all. Uh, we talked about it before the uh, pre-show started, and I tell you, I think he's coming to be the general manager, Marty Herney.
0: Oh, really? You still, you still on the Marty Herney bandwagon,
2: huh? Yeah. yeah. May here? No. I think Marty Herney is going to get the job be some, some
1: South Carolina. That's the first time I've heard his name mentioned in this yeah. job. But...
2: Yeah, it, it
0: was I mean, it, early, it was early on based on the okay. Carolina connections. Uh,
1: right. And now— His name was mentioned right out of the block? Oh, yeah. When oh, yeah. To... oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and, this job's uh, only been available for the last,
0: what, week and a half, two weeks? Sounds, sounds like for the first time that Rivera started, it sounds like okay. Kyle, who's basically been the de facto GM— and right. it doesn't look like they're interviewing him. Serious about that. They're going to bring in Martin Mayhew. They're doing their due diligence. And you've also got the Rooney rules that you got to right. stay in compliance well, with. Martin Mayhew. Martin Mayhew. And uh, there's four or five others that they are talking to as well. But, yeah, Hurdy was one of the original guys that was well, uh, thrown out there.
1: Well, you know, uh, what little experience – well, I don't have any experience. But it would seem as over the years watching different coaching regimes come and go, coaches mm-hmm. tend to – To want to have people around them that they're familiar with certainly when it comes to players you always find a coach who gets a job here and a player that you know is let go by another team next thing you know that guy picks him up and that's only for the reason that they know what they're capable of they know what they can do. The unknown is that what scares everybody, and in this regard, I would think that Marty Herney is a. He used to cover the team. Interestingly enough, way back when, I remember right, right. doing, you know, having Marty interview me, yeah, yeah. and you know, and I think what Bobby Bethard must have been good friends with him, and somehow he got oh, him yeah. in the football business out in what? Did, did he go to San Diego? He went to and then San Diego. Made his way back over to Carolina, or whatever. So. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting. Anyway, I don't want to steal your thunder, but yeah, I, I, I was just unaware that Marty Herney was part of the mix. Go ahead, yeah, Dex, yeah. about
2: I, I think that's what general manager, although uh, Ron Rivera's probably coached uh, acting general manager, but they need more of a general manager. I think they also need a left tackle. Got to have a left tackle. Uh, I think they need an excellent cornerback, at least about 6'3", who can run with big receivers. We'll see somebody more
0: physical in that position.
2: In that position. Yeah, so they've got these little short—you've seen uh, some of these big receivers, they go over the top mm-hmm. of the receivers. Mm-hmm. I think they need a bigger receiver, a DD. cornerback. Uh, I'd like to see them get another big receiver. Cam Sims who's a big guy who can run. Uh, I think go over the top of receivers. That's kind of what they need. And they got to have another pass rusher.
0: You, care you want to, more pass rushers. That's the you way want you want more pass rushers. You got to win in this division. Well, come on, man. You got sweat, and if you're not set, if you're not set with your defensive ends now, then you've made some
1: major miscalculations.
2: Yeah. Well, you still need another pass rusher. Can't okay. have enough of them.
1: Well, I agree with that, but then you got to pay them if you're really talking about top-flight pass yeah, receiver yeah. or pass well, rushers. Don't
0: you think at this stage, for what we see now, this defense with all their statistical stuff, but their inability yeah. at crucial times in the game? kind of the first half of most games that they, they were not a dominating defense no, they in were the second not. half. Linebacker play. Because it seems like the front four, if they're gonna develop and continue to be good for it, but I think the linebackers is a is a glaring hole that can be strengthened and what well, I'd like to see development.
2: Well I say it needs another pass rusher. Ryan Kegan's already thirty three. He get ready to be thirty-four and so they gotta have someone to take his spot or replace him. No question. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think they need another uh, – uh, uh, I, I got the feeling that this guy, uh, Alex Smith, might not be around. So they got to have him a quarterback. Got to have him a quarterback. And, and, and uh, a running back, you know, you got Gibson. But when he left, they fell off the running game, wasn't there anymore. All right, so to recap, we want a left tackle. Left
0: tackle. We want a big wide receiver. We want a running back. We Cornerback. Want a quarterback. Cornerback wants a new defensive end to rush the corn- Okay, what do we keep? Let's do that. Because <laughs> it sounds like there's <laughs> it's we be a tall need, order. That, It sounds like we, we need it, quite it, a few it, holes.
1: It, 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 Dex is ordering everything on the menu. <laughs>
2: well, they, just he just menu went menu. a la
1: carte on me. Well, He's you like, know, I don't want
2: one big meal. Well, it <laughs> used to be 12 rounds. They might get maybe eight or nine rounds. <laughs> well, well, but they go by me. The, the, the draft is only seven
0: rounds or six rounds now, even. Six, six isn't it? Six. Yeah. I so. What do you get
2: free agency? There's a lot of needs. Yeah, they have a <laughs> lot of needs.
0: For your, the, uh, the one thing that is also fascinating now that long, Ron Rivera is the longest tenured coach in the NFC East at one year and one month after Doug Peterson's firing from the Eagles.
1: Well, yeah, you're right. He, he, you know that that would make sense because I guess McCarthy and Joe Judge both were hired right. after him, and then of course Ron you know, Rivera, Peters. the
0: grizzled veteran of the NFC East, your division champion.
1: Well, he is well, not with McCarthy, but he certainly is Joe Judge. He's a veteran coach in the NFL. <clears throat> I don't know. I look at it. first. Let's talk and look about. You know, have they really changed things? Have they turned things around? and honestly in this the the way this year went i think it's very difficult this is going to be a one a season with an asterisk on it kind of really because of so much mm-hmm. tumult in the entire league games getting thrown here players not being on the squad that I think it really, you know, completely threw the season upside down. Not that the teams that finished that are in the playoffs, which we'll talk about a little bit, they're all legitimate teams. And, you know, I think most people would have expected these teams to be there. Really, when you think about it, not many surprises. But, um, you know, I wouldn't want to read too much into, you know, the fact that Washington won the NFC East. Um, They they were, when it's all said and done, the NFC East is still a wide open division. There's... Nobody has cornered the market, if you will, and certainly there's some other teams in that division that have more experienced quarterbacks and more upside there. So it wouldn't be too surprising to watch Washington slide back next year because they're going to get more competition from within because, you know, obviously Prescott will be back. But then again, maybe he won't be with the Cowboys. I don't know. There's a lot of questions up in the air, but you got to figure Daniel Jones will definitely be with, with the Giants. And you got to figure, whence I don't know what's going to happen to him. Well, and what did you think
0: about when you first learned that Doug Peterson was fired from the Eagles? I still, I, I was a little shocked. I was. I, was. I, I, I think the debacle and the way it went down in that final game right. was embarrassing. It embarrassed the, it embarrassed the team. Now, I don't think he. I think he was forced to do it, as we've seen and many was times.
1: For, well, in other words, he
0: was expendable.
1: Yes. Had it slid underneath the radar, and right. everybody would have said, well, okay, we get it. He was just getting ready for the playoff or for next year. He couldn't year. sell it.
0: He, couldn't, he did a poor job. Lurie at, could not
1: sell it. No. And he didn't
0: sell no, it. No, Peterson didn't sell it well enough on behalf of Lurie and Roseman. And, and I think they they felt exposed. You know, and but he, that,
1: we talked about that last week. To me, it's almost I, – I don't know why <laughs> – I mean, had I been sitting on a jury, I would have said not guilty. I mean, if he had explained it from the very beginning and said, look, a lot of things going on here. This game actually meant nothing to us. It's a, it was it's an exhibition game for us. We're not going anywhere, folks. We're dead in the water. Giants, you should have won more games. What right. are, I mean, who the hell are you thinking we're going to do your dirty work for you? Right. Get real, guys. Take
0: that out of the equation relative to that, though. When, if you got the players, which a number of them did come out the nail, kind of backtracked. And you saw some of the shenanigans that were people sticking around the sidelines that were not happy. And some of the senior guys on that team were that they felt that he, he lost the locker room. He lost he lost all the faith and confidence. Then you got the Carson Wentz dynamic,
1: which yeah. they would already
0: said that Jaylen relationship Hurts. was was Fractured. soured between Peterson right. and Wentz.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, then there was obviously when you look at that because obviously they look at when you go up past Peterson. They're looking at his salary, right? And they're figuring out how are we gonna. Eh, right. We got a lot of. Eh, he can't get along with the coach, but right. we're gonna keep the player. Let the coach go. Right. So there was an. And you know what? It was a perfect time because Peterson was getting clobbered by the press for what he did, which right. I still think very well. He may have been instructed, but did, like you said, Todd, I never thought of it that way. That he, Doug, you got to sell it though. You got to sell it right. now when you tell. Don't you know, make
0: us look bad here. Don't. We don't care how you get there and then
1: you had all he had too this much backtracking though he'd come out and say we well, were trying to win the game well actually i wanted to give i wanted to well, give he's uh, been
0: working hard and he deserved a few snaps yeah.
1: Yeah. and and i it don't was- know i just think that if he had told the truth from the very beginning it looked like i'm 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 the head coach here i'm doing what's best for our fans and this football team mm-hmm. and that is uh, there's an opportunity for us to start getting ready for next year and that's the reality of it. I think that this BS where you got to, oh, no, you got to give it blood and guts, is going, well, I think that's antithetical to the mission of the team. It may be in the league's view that they would like to see you do that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, to them, it was basically they're playing in an all-star game at that point. Right. You know, it's completely meaningless. Right. I, I just don't. And the guys that really wanted to win the game good for them, they're professionals. Big guy, not a
0: professional. Well, back to your point, at the end of the day, the investment in Carson Wentz is Far more significant than the investment in Peterson, yeah. be him being the head coach here. So here's a guy; he's been there five years, wins their first Super Bowl in his second year. Right, three years removed from gone. that, four playoff wins, and yesterday's hero is gone today.
1: That is shocking if you look at it from that pr- pr- uh, through that prism. That a guy that basically Philadelphia, I think you got to go back to the '60s, right. somewhere in the '60s, maybe the, maybe 1960 itself. I can't remember. I think that's right. That's the last time they won a, a world championship in the NFL. This guy wins you one, and three years later?
0: Three years later. You're on the street, fam. Three years later. He's catching beers at the parade. He's, <laughs> and they love him. It's Dexter yeah. Manley in the bus with the cigar. Rigo sitting at home going, there's a parade? Why am I at that parade? Uh, 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 yeah. Which well, is that?
1: But but to me, that's stunning. And, and, and it does show you basically how the league works. It's, you know, uh, we've got a problem with salary cap, we're going to have Wentz is all upset, we really can't do anything, we're going to take a serious hit. And maybe if you look at it from that perspective, they're thinking, well, to let Wentz go and all that stuff is going to act, and I'm sure that's the way they look at it. Who knows, there may be an algorithm that they use to determine, you know, what what's the right decision. But in the big picture, it's good. This is what you said, Todd. It'll be easier to let Peterson go, and keep Wentz, and figure out what we do with these two quarterbacks, and we can get another coach to come in here that will work with Wentz because we're not going to get rid of him. We're basically we're not giving up on him, and that goes, That tells you something, at least from right? Philadelphia's viewpoint. The quarterback actually is more important than the head coach.
0: Well, if they were fortunate enough to have. Wentz get back to what he was capable of, in a developing Jalen Hurts. What franchise doesn't want two quarterbacks that they right. can't, you know, if one's gonna, you, you're gonna be all in on? I mean, look but, what happened
2: here. But they don't want to carry that big salary, that first quarterback. But, oh, right. But, right. Well, but
1: and that's where, it, well, to me, that's where it gets kind of weird because, you know, Hurts is a guy that can make stuff happen. He clearly is a ball player. Now, are they going to try and do what uh, New Orleans does? You know, right. uh, you know, a ham and eggs type of deal. Right. But then is Wentz the, – who knows? I don't know anything about Carson Wentz other yeah. than, you know, that he's a real a devout, very religious guy. And I don't know if that helps him or hurts him because, you know, is he like – you know, some quarterbacks would go, hey, I'm the quarterback here. I don't need a guy coming in and me going to the sideline for two plays and then I'm not doing it. But they better know. They better have some answers on that before they mm-hmm. – they've already made the decision, but, you know. You don't know. But anyway, as this gets around to what we were talking, what I originally started out to talk about was how, how in flux the entire league was and the NFC East now is the in same particular. thing. It hadn't changed. Washington surprised a lot of people, me included. Uh, but then again, I didn't count on some of the injuries that happened. I mean, you know, Daniel Jones goes down and Dak Prescott obviously was a huge injury for the Cowboys. Although they've got problems with their coach. They had. So anyway, I think all bets are off if you think, okay, Washington won it. They're on the right path, they're gonna get there. They very well may be, I will say that. But too many times, and you've had too many big league coaches, Joe Gibbs and Mike Shanahan, come to mind immediately. Yeah. Of guys that have been here and didn't really all you know, didn't really accomplish that much on their tenure. They, you know, it was like one step forward, a half step backwards, whatever you want to call it. So to say right now with any, you know, with defendant, you know, that you could really say with certitude that they finally have hit the right you don't know you just don't know and and you really don't know because like we've all agreed here i think dexter you're the first thing out of your mouth was quarterback they don't know who the quarterback is you know clearly alex smith is done in my right. opinion i right. think he knows it i think i think that that leg was so damaged it was heroic what he did this year yep. and, and i think that the leg just wore out on him and the leg you know, hopefully he didn't do himself irreparable damage for in the future where he mm-hmm. walks with that limp or some of that stuff. But that was his decision. He wanted to go ahead and, and roll the dice. But he's off. You know, you wipe him off. Right. Uh, Taylor Heineke, he did a heck of a job last week. he he will he, Can he play like that every Sunday? Because if he can, there's your quarterback. I agree. But but I don't know if that's what he can do. You would think, actually, in some ways. He, they, they got to give him a real long, strong look. Yep. But obviously, at the same time, if they get an opportunity, there's somebody out there. Maybe you bring somebody else in. I mean, I, I think obviously you have to bring somebody else in. And then you got Allen, it's a possibility, who tore his foot up. But then he was only scheduled to be a backup. So that's your biggest problem. And that is going to tell you what your the fact that you were able to get to where you got and win your division with, a, with different quarterbacks for a quarter. – in other words, you had Haskins. Then you had Allen. Then you had Smith. And then it went only because then you had Haskins. And then it was back to uh, Heineke. Or Smith, Smith and then Heineke. Smith and Heineke. I
0: mean,
1: that tells you about is all you need to know about that division. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Because you can't win a division if it's any good. It's got anybody playing. And and same thing with Philadelphia. Their quarterback, they was in flux. Everybody had quarterback And that goes to show you why there was all that uncertainty in the league. What I will say, though, is they found, they've found got some bright spots. They really do. Uh, you know, I think the wide receiver, I think Cam Sims was we just talking about him. This guy seemed to be actually pulling up to almost being even with McLaurin only because yep. he's getting a lot of the attention. Right. Sims seems to be standing by himself a lot of the times, which is kind of interesting. Um, so I think at wide receiver, they're in pretty good shape. Running back, I think they're decent there. I mean, McKittrick, he came in, and they got the other kid, uh, Peyton, um, Peyton Barber? Uh, uh, Barber, that, um, you know, he he's their short yardage guy, and I thought that he was adequate. I think they could use an offensive lineman. I agree with that. And left tackle, if that's where it is, that's as good a place as any. I, you know, the offensive line <clears throat> needs improvement, let's just put it that way. And they're not just a left tackle. I think there's other areas that they can improve on without, well, the right tackle, I think. Right. I think that, you know. Two anchors. The, huh? They need two anchors it's a but go with the left one right. first obviously right. and right. then you know you think but but he he would make a good backup at this point in his career i would say if you're looking at a top flight team i guess you, serviceable okay serviceable clearly you got to feel like your defensive front i mean you say another pass rusher i mean you got so many other needs to get a pass rusher that'll go with the people you got i don't think you're going to end up having the funds to, to make that happen and they should be okay Um, I think that, uh, you know, the defensive line, I think you're set there. Linebacker is clearly a position that I think they can get a little bit more out of. And then the DBs, I think that they're hot and cold. The one thing, though, that even with all of this, and maybe this all ties together because of the uncertainty at quarterback where your defense, I mean, the part that's the hardest to figure figure out about this team, you understand the offense, they didn't have a quarterback. So you're, how much can you expect out of the offense? But the fact that your defense, um, you know, seemed to be, you know, what do you call it? Uh, they were on and off. They were they, porous they were, at times, at the wrong times.
2: Inconsistent.
1: Yeah. 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 And that's the part you can't have. You know, you got all great defenses. Teams right. don't want to play them. Teams didn't really mind playing Washington. They oh, we'll get a little bit for a while, like a series here, a series there. But at some point, they're going to let down, and we're going to be able to get some points on them. I think you, you don't think of these guys, you know, Chicago Bears are the old Bears and some of the old... Oh, my stuff. gosh,
0: I think the Chicago Bears, even against New Orleans that we talked about in the right. playoff, their defense was good for it. They had those guys... And then finally they get worn down, up, and right. they're just exhausted. Their offense was so putrid. The L.A. Rams defense right now. Yeah. Right. You don't want to be playing the L.A. We're Rams right now. We're going to get into that
1: in a second. So I just think that that's something they have to figure out because they clearly have the the personnel I would say at this point on in the defensive line and then the other part the last part we haven't talked about special teams but i think that they're they're in good shape on special teams i think the day of the big the return has kind of gone uh you know gone the way of the dodo i i (laughs) think you you find the return guy that really lights it up less and less
0: does it matter
1: yes yeah because they they kick it into the end zone anyway punt returns occasionally you're going to see a punt return but not going to happen very often. So I think their kicker and their punter, they're in good shape there. And I think, you know, when you look at what Rivera had to go through with the cancer and all this stuff, you know, he thought his guts out and, you know, came out on no the question. other side. And I think, and this is probably the most important part of it, that, and I don't know how it, you know, or where it slid off the rails in the past, but I think the players have responded to, to Coach Rivera. And that's the best yes. thing you can have going for you, you know, and then you pick up a few pieces. So it'll be interesting, but I wouldn't want anybody to get fat and sassy just because they won their division at seven and nine. I think there's there's still a lot of football this team has to well, go. Well, I was going to I was
0: gonna get Dexter, your uh, – Is that the NFC East champ? the champs? NFC East champion hat. I
2: will take you, one. Okay. Are well, you I'm, kidding
1: me? I will. I will. Where Who would, would you, you wear that? Me, he will wear – Let me see this. What? <laughs> Well it should have seven and nine on there somewhere.
2: maybe Where that's on,
1: maybe, maybe that's on the back.
2: How does the, why? It's the football team?
1: This isn't even mediocrity yeah. that they're championing. <laughs> right. You're not a champion at seven and nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you lose more than you win, you're not a champion in my
2: book. Okay, yeah. maybe
1: well, we'll go ahead. Well,
2: I have a son in Houston. He loves the Redskin. I will pass it down to him. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe. So I they'll can... be
1: they'll be making fun of him in the hood. Maybe man. I
0: can again, offer He'll you. He'll get a beat up because he's wearing that Legend hat. of Taylor <laughs> Heineke. T-shirt oh. with the dive, right there. The legend oh, yeah, of yeah,
2: Taylor Heineke. Too. They'll, uh, they'll take anything uh, right in. <laughs> in, in houston
1: the legend of now they <laughs> that, could make up a bunch of t-shirts about me with the legend of the dive <laughs> yeah. how many games did i dive in and i'm not talking about going over from the one or dexter yeah we're running a special
0: on dwayne haskins jerseys now the price has been reduced I, right to I, what I, to i what? think if you wait another week it's coming down 25% more so
1: but wait a second. Let me ask you this. Does it say that? Yes. Impre- oh, oh, it's been wiped out. 99 is down to 59.99. But I'm thinking to myself, this could become a collector's item. Legit. I might load up on these.
0: Listen, it, you, there's a whole bin of Redskins quarterbacks, Washington football team quarterbacks over the last 20 years. Yes, yeah, you can't not right. ke- You can't keep up with them. Get your, get your Washington football team gear. And for those that want to celebrate your seven and nine NFC East Division champion, the prices are right. Check them out at washingtonfootballteam.com, I believe. And, uh, yeah. You're doing a promotion
2: here? Sure. Why not? Throw them some love. Whatever. Yeah. I want to come back with a story that's Mark Mayhew. Mark. Martin, Martin Mayhew. Martin, Martin Mayhew. Gonna go to the Houston Texans. You got more breaking news.
0: Dexter, Dexter's got a nose for news. He's I've going noticed. to the
1: Houston Texans? Yeah. And Marty Herney's coming here? That's what I think, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: Because Houston...
1: where do you come up with this stuff? Well, thing? they just
0: say Dexter's He's got, working the phones. He's got his, like, ear, ear
1: to the streets. Dexter's got like a catfish. And especially in Houston. Got right. Right. he got Especially
0: in there. Houston. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So you got... He's, He's like
2: the, TMZ. We yeah. we'll have to DMZ. see if that materializes. He's
0: scooping TMZ. He's DMZ. The Dexter Manly <laughs> no, Zone. That's another point of view. <laughs> All right. So you guys, Dexter does cameos, autograph signings. Hit Dexter up on Cameo. Yeah, he gets five star reviews. People love Dexter, for you know, talking trash, get well messages, happy birthdays, whatever the celebration. Anniversaries. Anniversaries. Hey. Valentine's Day right around the corner. Get Dexter. Get a love note from Dexter. Get, a, get one from the big guy. And Rigo's going to be introducing his video messages and greetings, too. But how do they hit me up, Todd? Do they go through Todd Casabella? No, they go to Cameo. And we just flashed it up there okay. on the screen. And I'll post it back up here in a second. So memorabilia and what is fascinating is to see what's happening between you know the washington redskins who you guys played washington for. Washington
1: football team
0: no you guys played for the washington redskins oh, okay i and, didn't know and and so that's can't be erased from history you guys can't go back and change your uniform well the way things
1: are going Todd, i don't know about that you go ahead and, you so know, but you
0: washington just... football team and what do you guys sign what do you don't sign so all that comes into play in a memorabilia so there was I got an au- a question,
2: Todd. Yes, sir. To Rigo. Now, Rigo, you met my young son. Mm hmm. Hey, it's memorabilia. He wants a Rigo jersey. How can I get a Rigo jersey and you sign? What are you going to charge me?
1: For you next $1,000.
2: <laughs> I got to get
1: those And that's a deal. And that. that's a deal. I understand. <laughs> okay. No, we'll figure it out. Okay. Don't worry about it.
2: G- good.
0: All right. So this auction took place because here's what's roaring back guys are uh autograph and baseball or or football trading cards trading cards in general what do you think the highest price this just set a record two days ago earlier this week and it's a uh 1952 mickey mantle million uh, bucks uh, you think the auction the auction for million bucks million bucks john
1: I don't know if I was gonna if I had the kind of money and it meant that much to me. I think I'd pay like five point two million for (laughs) it.
0: You sir, you sir. Or a cheater? (laughs) He stole my thunder, and I left my damn notes out here prior to the show. And I was like, why is he looking? And you see me grab those notes earlier. Well, I thought it was a picture of me. That Mickey Mantle card, five point two million dollars, Dexter. Five point two. But here's where it's fascinating. This card just two years ago sold for two point eight million dollars. So another guy wanted it, so five point two. Wow. And send that guy my way. Yeah, well, that's the point. And so right now cards these days, they're saying it it's not just a hobby, it's an investment like in in the stock market. And these cards are being flipped and you've got you got a lot of wealthy people that got right. too, much like too much money and too much time. It is. It is. It's it they, they, trade, they trade it in as such. Or artwork. This is similar in nature. So let's go through your guys' attics. Let's go through some of your crawl space. Let's go through some of your storage spaces. Yeah. I bet you got some stuff here you can make a little chingy.
1: Well, well he, let me say this now because we're talking about the Washington football team and the old Washington Redskins. I believe now, right now, nobody knows what the NFL hasn't made a decision. On what they're gonna do about the, the very fact this team has changed its name and you still have a lot of people from the past right that and that memorabilia that was that they used back in those days and right now you can't get anything that has redskins on it right it, 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 they you know that they clamp down on it in fact I've got a contract with uh, with uh, with a company to do uh, you know d- different autograph shows around the country I'm on hold because they can't get uh, they they can't right. get material they they can't get product to sign, so this is up in the air exactly what's going to happen. You know, big time. Yeah, you, you it's, get it's, we, it's, we, it's field, so we field we feel
0: a lot of requests on a weekly basis here for you guys, as to hey, I will they sign mm-hmm. my? So for those that that have memorabilia that they've owned, mm-hmm. but exactly for what the future is going to hold and it's tough. It, it's it's fascinating, weird times. Yeah,
2: but Todd, would you say that cameo have really replaced card signings and these big card shows? It's
0: interesting in the digital space that this has certain advantages in the sense that it's customized. It only has value to the person that you are doing the greeting to, and you guys are very personal guys. The fans love you, and so the the reviews and the and the. Uh, the critiques that you get, which are all five-star reviews mm-hmm. and cameo in of itself as John and I've talked about. It has blown up in 2020. It's uh, it's an mm-hmm. industry and something to keep an eye on. And they brought in record revenue and it's yes. growing like gangbusters. And it is, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a digital autograph.
1: You know, I was talking to the guy that helps me with the autograph stuff. And mm-hmm. he lives in LA. Uh, he told me, we got to talking about this just the other day. About the cameo and what's going on, there is one of the actors from uh, The Office. The Office. He told me that this actor knocked out a million dollars last year doing cameos. Right. He did he, at two hundred dollars a shot. He did five thousand of them. Wow! So right. it was like his day was just every day basically you imagine doing 5,000 cameos well that's just it you're doing all day every day you're doing cameos
0: and and they're expanding it so that if you want a text message from Dexter Manley or John you Mm -hmm. can pay a price for that if you want a direct message if you want to have a group chat so it's you know it's the way of the world
1: well, we're going to put uh, mine on the video greeting, whatever. On uh, we're going to put it right there on your store,
0: JohnRigginsShow.com. Right, and and, uh, and there's
1: a lot of possibilities we we haven't worked out all the details yet, Dex. And I don't know for Cameo, you got a completely different deal. But there's there's a you know there's I think there's things where we can do that is unique even to Cameo, which is perhaps you get a a video greeting and I can sign. a some, you know, memorabilia, photograph, 100%. whatever it may be. So there's a lot of, we think we're going to have a pretty good package to give to everybody. Yeah, and give back to the to fans that uh,
0: appreciate what you guys accomplished throughout the years and, and what those memories mean to them yeah. for the likes that we haven't seen in uh, quite some time. All right, guys, January 15th, 1983. Was that 82 season? It yeah. was the '82 season. Okay, okay. Right. okay. Dexter Manley's completing his rookie season.
2: <laughs> no, it would have been no, his no, second no.
0: year. Oh, second year, second go, season.
1: Second Thank season. you for the correction. Dexter came in '81. 81. Ah, okay. Yeah. I wasn't okay. here his rookie year. No, I was here it, it his was rookie here. year. I wasn't here the year before his yeah. senior year at OSU. I was watching him play the Kansas Jayhawks. By the way, did you play them up in Lawrence that year, your senior year? Do you remember? Yeah. In Lawrence, yes. You did. Yeah, did yeah. make that game. Yeah.
0: All right. Saturday, January fifteenth. Saturday. Saturday, 1230, RFK Stadium, the Washington Redskins versus the Minnesota Vikings in your second your second playoff game. Yep. Your second playoff game, 1230 kickoff. It was 40 degrees, Dexter, relative humidity of 58%. Winds were 12 miles an hour. I don't know if they were in the northwest calm. or in the northeast. So uh, you guys were favored by six over the Minnesota Vikings that day. Take me through it.
2: Well, yeah yeah, 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 go ahead.
1: Well, I was just going to say, what I recall is kind of an overcast day a little bit. It wasn't like a bright, sunny day right. that I recall. Right. Um, and it was basically, you know, the week before, we'd beaten the, uh, the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Same deal, played them on a Saturday, so it was a week later. There you go. And uh, by then, actually, the whole idea was basically to get Dexter and the defense after the quarterback and give me the football and, and you know, See when you could start looking in the rearview mirror, which didn't take too long, actually, because I can't remember. But I think we got it. They may have scored the first. I don't know. But I think we scored. And you guys, may-
0: you guys scored first in the first quarter. Uh, Thiesman to Donnie Warner on a three yard touchdown pass. Yeah. You scored the second touchdown in that quarter on a two yard rush.
1: And, yeah, see, I, I can't really remember a whole lot of this. All I remember really about that game, well, first of all, I got, I don't know, I had a ton of carries. I don't know, 35. 37 carries. Thir- 37. Is that where you took a bow? Yeah, exactly. That's what I remember. 37 I carries,
0: remember 185 yards, one R- touchdown. Right. Your longest right. run
1: was 29 yards, John. I think that was later in the game, too. But, yeah, I mean, that was the part that I remember. And I, the, the, the part you can never forget about that game is at the end of it, and it's still to this day. Right. It was like you didn't believe what was happening. It was kind of surreal. Yeah. But when the fans started chanting, oh, yeah. "We want Dallas," and the, the, they had those uh, bleachers, I guess they are, that the, they can roll around for yeah, baseball. the portables. And were you there? It was not there.
2: Come on, well, Todd, I thought you was a I mean, kid yeah, I
0: didn't have any money. Couldn't go to the game. Had to watch
2: on TV. Didn't you know, Rick. Were you in college then? Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, but the, you remember that De- it looked like I mean those stands literally were moving and it was kind of a little scary but it was one of those moments where you ever see that you never forget it Dexter what do you remember about that game
2: well what I remember about that game is that uh, more importantly was that uh, 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 Wilson quarter who was uh, Tommy Kramer that's what I
1: came I thought it was Kramer maybe but I don't now you uh, bring up both of them I, I
2: think it was Wilson uh, no Tommy Kramer
1: it was, I
0: will tell you here in one second, it was Tommy Kramer. Kramer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Kramer. Now, he, he, you sacked him. I did. You sacked I did. him. You know, it's
1: funny. I, I thought Jack Del Rio played in that game. I, I think he did no, play. No, I, he didn't. Oh, okay. It was Scott Studstill still was there their middle go. linebacker. There you go. That's and right. I always got those two mixed up. I thought, I played against Jack Del Rio, but I don't think
2: I ever did. You probably ran over him.
1: Now, well, I mean, he, he actually, and it doesn't seem to me Jack's that big a guy, but I think he was a middle linebacker, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And yes, uh-huh. he played for the Vikings. huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
2: remember know, remember who the, who
0: the uh, TV announcers were, your play by play crew?
1: I'm going to go uh-huh. out and let and say it was Madden and Summerall. Madden Summerall. Jack Buck and Hank Stram. Is that right? Jack Buck okay. and Hank Stram. Holy on darn. CBS. I didn't know they did TV. I mean,
0: they yeah. did. Oh, yeah. They morphed after the, they into had a the radio, and then they morphed ah, into it. Morphed into it radio. What, they
1: do uh, what? Did they do Westwood One. Is that what? was that
2: score though? Final score twenty-one to seven. Is that what it was? 21? Twenty-one. That's seven. all we
1: scored on. Them. We beat them. You got
0: fourteen in the first and seven, and nobody scored in the second half. Is that yeah. right? Dexter in the
1: defense. Since what still. I
2: do remember, Riggle had like hundred and eighty-five yeah. yards, yeah. and he ran all. He ran over another guy too.
1: Well, it, you know, and it's funny because that game was really was kind of leading into probably one of the most satisfying games that i've ever played in which was the dallas game for all the above reasons because mm-hmm. that was the that was actually the gateway to pasadena yeah. so you know by then and i think you know that's something that the team re- realized early on that year goes all the way back to that first game of the season philadelphia and coming from behind and tying the score and then kicking the winning field goal mark mosley and this that team was it had momentum and clearly at that point it was getting better every week which i mean that's the only thing i've learned about the playoffs is you see these teams that will start getting they start picking it up week in week out and when they and that's exactly the way you want it where your team actually comes to in that last game of the season in late january or now or the first week of february if you can hit it it just keep going week by week and you keep taking it up a step that's where you want to be and that's what i remember about the minnesota game it was really like oh yeah we want dallas
2: yeah yeah i remember this tommy kramer the quarterback we had we did put pressure on him. but more importantly, what I remember, stay on the sideline watching the offense control the ball, control time of possession.
0: When you're running it 37 times, yeah, you guys over yeah, there yeah. smoking a cigarette, yeah, drinking yeah, yeah, some yeah, coffee, got, they're gonna be out there a while, getting stiff.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn, <laughs> I gotta warm up a second. Yeah, yeah call uh, a timeout, That's bro. what I remember. All right, well let's look
0: ahead to the. Uh, We've got the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. Two doubleheaders this Two Two doubleheaders. Now we can moderate this. Done with the three and three from last week, too much football. Yeah, more So reasonable. let's see what you guys' predictions are here. The first game this Saturday, the L.A. Rams at the number one seed, Green Bay Packers. The Packers wow. favored by seven. Uh, kickoff at 435 on Saturday. Who do you like, Dexter? The Rams or, or the Aaron Rodgers-led Green Bay Packers?
2: I'm going to go with the Rams' defense. I think they're going to step up. Uh, they have to play excellent football. Uh, 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 that defensive tackle. They, gets, they get after quarterback. Aaron Donald, pretty Air, good. Aaron Donald. I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh,
1: you know, Dex, I think I like the Rams as well for that very reason. I think their defense is something else. I mean, good God, they just completely foiled – you know, they fully Russell Wilson. I think they can do it two weeks in a row. Right. And the thing is, they, Green Bay right now, I don't believe, knows know whether they're going to be facing, uh, whether they're going to face in Wolford, who was the guy that got injured with the neck injury last week. Or Goff. Or Goff. So that leaves them a little bit uncertain. And I'm not sure, you know, that both of those guys are capable of doing enough. But I'll be curious, and it might not be enough. But I I gotta believe it's gonna be a somewhat low-scoring game, because I don't think the Rams can score a lot of points. But I'm gonna put my money on their defense. I think that they they got the right stuff. All right, the second
0: game on Saturday, 8:15, the number five seed Baltimore Ravens at the number two seed Buffalo Bills, the 13 and three Buffalo Bills, who took care of business against Indianapolis. Buffalo is favored by two and a half.
2: What do they know? Who Vegas? Yeah,
0: yeah. They know. Right. They know uh, what each team's strengths and Ste- weaknesses are. Okay. It's in Buffalo. Buffalo's an incredible story. So
2: yeah, it's two and a half. Is, what's the weather gonna be like? That we could. I don't know. that's, a I great was say, that's
1: another thing to ask about the game in Green Bay. I yeah, mean, if it's both bitter, those games. cold. I might want to change my pick a little bit. (laughs) All those defensive guys can play in cold weather, but still, go ahead, Doug.
2: I I still got to go with the Baltimore Ravens. I think that uh, they got excellent offense, and they do have some guys from good after the quarterback.
1: I look at this game, and I'm kind of like, Baltimore got a couple of big plays out of Lamar Jackson. Yes. And everybody talks about how, well, he's over the bugaboo of not being able to playoff game, which he is. But I always look at it like this: it's consistency is what wins. We we're just talking about mm-hmm. that. That's what the Washington football team mm-hmm. has to improve on their consistency. Lamar Jackson is a big play artist. He, you know, he gets yeah. those. He makes a big run and just really kind of demoralizes the defense. And but he, but I don't see you can't. He can't do that consistently. Not unlike Barry Sanders. Right. You know, you get a guy that you know hits a big play here and then silent for a long time and then he hit a big play. That's great. But honestly. It's the guy that can put them together one after Dependable. another after another Dependable. after another, yeah, yeah. and I don't think that Lamar Jackson has achieved that level yet, and I don't think he's going to because I don't think he, he he's basically a running quarterback right. is really what his true strength is. Yeah. He hasn't picked up the passing game yet, and I don't think that Buffalo they're gonna he's going to do it against Buffalo. So I'm going to go with Buffalo, although yeah. Buffalo. They weren't all that impressive in their first, you know, in their first uh, no. round against the, the Indianapolis
0: Colts. So no, but Indianapolis, we didn't know a lot about them, but Indianapolis they're, been, they're a
1: good football team. Yeah, they are. They're a much better team than what solid, you think. Really, and I think that uh, I think the Buffalo Bills, they've been there. I like their quarterback, uh, and I think that he's a big guy now. See, he's like six foot four, Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's not going to be bothered with. He's going to be bothered by it, but he's not a six-foot player. He's got his
2: own range. So I'm going to go with Buffalo on that one. He's another big band. Todd. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What did he go to college? Josh Allen? Yes. I got it. I I, I got it. You statistician. Way you go, Todd. I don't know. I don't remember. Wyoming. Oh, <laughs> well, there
0: you got me. Wow. That's a great poll. Yeah.
2: That's out there. So, give me Literally and figuratively. Yo, me 10. Yo, me 10. Wait, Wait a, a second. Out. Do you remember hearing a <laughs> Because I, I want my 10 Dex, back. Dex
1: anyway. got a question you can't answer. You got to pay him money.
2: I want my
0: yeah. 10 back. There's a goddamn lawyer over here. Never ask a question you don't know the answer to.
1: <laughs> All right, Dex. Give me the uh, chemical compound for a simple sugar. <laughs> I don't, I
0: don't All right. Let's right. Let's get into Sunday. First game is at 305. The number six seed. The surprising Cleveland Browns at the number one seed, Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. Dexter. I got to go with the Chiefs. You like like the Chiefs. You just think that offense is too much. I think
2: the offense is lethal. And Kansas City, I mean, uh, the Browns doesn't have that great of a defense.
1: That's a great point, Dexter. I was almost going to go with just uh, clearly a contrarian pick and go with the Browns. But... Realistically, I don't see how you can do that because of just what you said. When it came to when they had that game, you know, completely sealed up last week, and their defense let them back in. But I don't know what their theory was. Well, we got so many points, let's just kind of play soft. And you know, there's not enough time on the clock. Maybe that was it. But it still makes people nervous and uncomfortable that you know that Roethlisberger and crew could just basically just went right straight down the field. I think it was like it was twenty. Grade. It was
0: twenty-eight to nothing.
1: Yeah, and all of a sudden, it's it, you know, it turns into a ball game. At least for a while until the offense picked it back up. Uh, yeah, you got to go with Kansas City. They're the world champions. In their, they're, and they, what, they, what was their record this year? 14-2? I think it was. They had the best record in football. Yep. All
0: right. Then the conclusion for your, uh, your NFL playoffs Sunday night, the primetime game, mm-hmm. the grizzled veterans, the Hall of Famers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the five-seed at the number two New Orleans Saints. Drew oh. Brees, Tom Brady, the Saints by three and
2: a half. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. I think he was excellent last week. And and uh, they do have a defense, uh, 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 Sue, and and they can get after the quarterback. So I'm going with Tampa Bay.
1: Ah, that's a tough one. Uh, and I don't know, probably no fans in the stands this week down there for this game. If it is, it's makes, limited. It's limited. So, so they're not going to get anything out of that. I don't know i i want to go with the saints i you know this is uh drew Brees's last go around and um, of course they alternate him with Payson hill they go back and forth but i don't think they played very well offensively last week now the bears got a great defense that's true so i would have to say that uh, they're gonna have to pick that up but i think the offense will come i think the offense will have a much better showing against the uh against the tampa bay bucks and. And I was pretty. Maybe that's where you see you, you. can't figure it out because Chicago has no offense. Right. That Tom right. Brady's going to light him up, and you know, with the receivers he's got. And then all of a sudden, basically, I think this gets into a scoring a score fest, and whoever gets the ball last is going to win it. I think New Orleans will.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, <laughs> Dexter, I know we want to thank you for joining us during out the uh, Washington football team season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a blast. You are the man.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely, Dave. Can't can't tell you how much we appreciate you. You've added so much levity to the show, yeah. and a lot of your wisdom. And we're gonna miss you. And there's always a seat here waiting for you anytime you decide. Hey, I feel like you know getting funky, getting loose. I, think <laughs> I go there uh, with, uh, with uh, Rigo and El Todd. So yeah, well,
2: I had a lot of fun, and John, you make me laugh.
1: Well, and vice versa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you make me laugh. Well, that's a good thing because when you laugh, everybody laughs. Yeah, this is true. But I don't think we can do any more. Rigo, uh, out. Okay.